0: What's up everybody? Paul Hickey here with your data-driven daily tip. Fortunate enough for me, we love change at data-driven design. It's one of our differentiators. We absolutely love when things change and things keep changing with our friends at Google Search Console. It used to be called Google Webmaster Tools. Then it uh, changed its name to Google Search Console and totally changed its UI around. But it's very, very important. Google Search Console is the only way really to understand where your website ranks on Google and understand the data around your search uh, presence, but also it's the only way to really truly let Google know that your website exists and uh, to find out if it's healthy uh, and to submit a sitemap to Google and to get information on whether or not Google sees your site, whether it's indexing your site, what problems it's having maybe, viewing or indexing pages on your site and then what to do about them. So it is probably the most valuable and the most underrated tool in all of web design and development. And so I'm going to show you today, again, the new way, the new way to verify your site with Google Search Console, which is the first step in all of those things that I just talked to you about. So for those of you listening on the podcast, you're going to be able to follow along just fine. For those of you watching my screen, I'm going to walk you through here we go so now when you go to google.com webmasters it's going to redirect you to the google search console you're going to log in you're going to be logged in with your google account or log in with your google account and then after you do that you're going to see a screen that looks like this on my screen it'll say google search console at the top search property with a drop down you're going to you're just going to type in Under New Property, you're going to type in the property, and then it's going to open up a little modal window that says Select Property Type. There's this new thing called the Domain Property uh, versus the URL prefix. You want a domain property, and here's why. Because it's going to cover your www dot, it's going to cover your HTTP, your HTTPS, all of that stuff. Okay so when you do that it is going to require dns verification so if you're launching your website or whoever's launching your website for you and if it's us we make sure that this gets done for you uh, you you're going to have to create a txt record in your dns so here's how we're doing that with a domain property you type in just website.com okay when you type in website.com after clicking add property, in this case I'm, I'm typing in masterskitchenbath.com, I'm clicking continue, and it's gonna give me a Google site verification code. I'm gonna copy that. I'm gonna go over into uh, my DNS host, and I'm gonna create a TXT record with the host Uh, field is at and the value as that Google Site Verification. I'm going to click verify. Initially it's going to say ownership verification failed. That's fine because I'm going to verify later. Uh, It's going to take usually maybe 10 to 12 hours to actually have the DNS propagate uh, enough so that your website actually gets verified by Google and if you're using WP Engine I would highly recommend you go into WP Engine on your WordPress site, up at the top left-hand corner of your dashboard, click the general settings, and then click purge all caches. That's gonna help speed things up. Um, And so then, what you're gonna do is come back later, and it might need to be hours later, I'm not sure. You could try minutes later, but uh, maybe come back two or three hours later. Uh, to your Google Search Console, scroll all the way down under Not Verified, find the domain property that you tried to uh, set up earlier, click Verify, and then it should say Ownership Auto Verified, and it'll allow you to click right in, see the search data, and start submitting your sitemaps and all the things that you need to do to keep your site healthy and indexable by Google, and of course, get the data that you need to see where your website ranks on Google. My friends, this has been your data-driven daily tip. For more free digital marketing tips, go to dataoveropinions.com. To up your digital marketing game, go to datadrivenacademy.org and sign up. For less than $80 a month, you can get access to myself and the rest of our team. Uh, some one-on-one sessions, some group sessions, live access sessions, but it's personalized advice it's super, super valuable for your business for less than $80 a month, and lessons on Facebook ads, Google ads, Google analytics, content strategy, Instagram, all sorts of stuff, Alexa flash briefings, everything that you could imagine, lessons on all of it. Check out the podcast. Of course, it's free, datadrivenpodcast.com, the Alexa flash briefing at datadrivendaily.com, the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Hickey. Please subscribe there. And uh, did you know that you don't really have to log into Google Analytics anymore to check your website data? That's right. You can just ask Alexa. You can ask Alexa how your web traffic is doing now. And how you do that is go to AskDataDrivenDesign.com and request a free trial and you will get access to our premium Alexa skill for free which allows you to ask Alexa how your web traffic is doing. Completely frictionless experience, my friends. This has been your data-driven daily tip. I'm Paul Hickey. Thanks, and have a great day. Cool. So the thing that intrigues me the most, I think, right now, is Alexa for business. And I think the reason why is because um, I think that, Everyone in in business right now whether they own a business or whether they're a marketer or developer or what operations person or whatever Whatever role they have and regardless of how long how long Experience they have in their industry. I think everybody and this just might be my opinion But it seems to me that most people think of Alexa that I talk to and interact with as like a b2c like they they have they might have one in their home and they're using it as, they might be using it for entertainment or for the blueprint stuff that you talked about, which seems awesome. I don't want my kids doing one to make fun of me, but uh, the make fun of dad thing is kind of a funny idea. But what I'm getting at is Alexa for business is intriguing to me because I envision, and the skill that we built is one that allows marketers or business owners or whoever to just ask Alexa how their web traffic is doing rather than have to log into their analytics platform. And so we're just- Oh, Yeah. So Alexa for Business seems to have things that are super practical, like the ability to set up a conference room or schedule a conference room. Um, Can you talk about, I guess, what Alexa for Business is now and sort of what, what is the goal for Alexa for Business in the long term? Is it a B2B? Is it a way for businesses to build, like for developers like us to build skills that help other businesses just be more productive? Is it a way for businesses to use pre-existing things that Amazon has built or already hooked up through Blueprints or is it, is it all of the above? I'm just super intrigued by Alexa for business.
1: Yeah, I, I, this is how I would unpack it. So, I mean, you're absolutely right. Alexa was a consumer product. Um, you, know, you could get Alexa in all sorts of different things. Echo just happens to be a hardware from Amazon that has Alexa in it. Uh, and we quickly heard from customers, hey, uh, you know, so it reminds me of the um, bringing computers PCs in the back door in large enterprises back in the day because the mainframes were taking too long. Right. And then we started all bring our own laptops and then our own phones. And and so we would hear that all the time of, Hey, this is great. Like I'm bringing my echo from home. So what happens when, when that, when you're an enterprise and that's going on, you need a way to manage that. Right. And so, Alexa for business, that's really where that came out. So it, don't confuse that with business skills because there are categories for that. Like what you talked about, you can make a KPI and, and um, you know, show specific things for skills. But let's say you only want it, for it to be an internal skill available for your company. Then that's where an Alexa for business comes in because you can enroll users in that. And what's great about that is um, once I'm enrolled, it also works on my consumer device. And so if I'm using the same kind of email, so let's say I'm at home, I'm getting my coffee in the morning before I go to work, I can ask for the KPI about the, you know, the sales data for the mid Atlantic state district or something. And it's literally my echo while I'm doing that, you know? Um, And it really came about one. It's funny. uh, Two ways. One, we were just seeing a lot of that and customers were saying, we need a way to manage and deploy and do all of that and group things and look at specific rooms. And so Alexa for business does all of that. But the other thing is like, we were sitting around in Seattle, and you know what it's you know how many years have probably been wasted in in companies of trying to add somebody to a meeting yeah. or a dial-in number so it's you know as amazon's no different we're all sitting around and we're like why can't Alexa start the meeting and then we're like why can't she you know and so that's where really this came about so there's integration with chime uh, you'll see a lot of different companies like polycom has straight integration into conference systems and so what's great about that is you i could say alexa add paul to the meeting and she'll she'll realize that we were interacting, who you are, she'll, she'll realize what devices you're available on, you know, it integrates with all, all the Microsoft stuff and the Google, all the calendaring suites that you may use in an enterprise environment and figures it out. Um, and then you can, you know, you could be like, start the, start the projector, all, all of those kind of stuff. And then there's integration with skills. So think about it. You could be like Alexa, you know, tell the help desk that the, uh, the Wi-Fi is not working. Well, I, I, you wouldn't be able to talk without the Wi-Fi, but you know what I mean, like the projector needs a new cable or something. But um, that becomes very powerful too. Um, and so that's really, you'll see Alexa for business. It's part of the, it's part of, and it's an AWS service, by the way. So you can, you can check all that about uh, AWS and you see it in the same console and all that, which most enterprises are familiar with using Amazon Web Services. So it becomes a very um, familiar product there.